a school teacher having trouble trying to teach history. And they taught about history, about the a battle of New Orleans. And well, we're singing, we have opportunity to teach ourselves. We have opportunity to teach others. But the lesson I have is scripture that's singing. We should not be singing unless we can back up our scripture. But as Ben read, <coughs> what did it then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding. Also, I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. So do we understand what we sing? Do we understand why we sing? We should understand <coughs> how we sing because it's without mechanical instrumental music because that's not authorized. <coughs> but how are scriptures connected in our singing? Two songs that we sing are not in our song book here in a later edition. But one of them is I'll fly away. When I think about that wonderful day of flying away and getting into heaven, the other one that I'm talking about, the name of it is standing outside. Neither is it in the book. But the standing outside, it says outside denied. The first one I think about Paul telling us he had kept the faith henceforth in the crown laid up for him. The last one I think about the rich man as he's begging, if you will, or Lazarus is to take a little water and touch it to his tongue. That outside denied. Now, we're looking for the I'll fly away, oh Lord. So that's what we need to think about. But <clears throat> we can always think of songs in our minds. At least I can. Y'all know I can't sing, so I don't try to. I mean, I, we're commanded to. I don't mean like that. But God has blessed us with what He wants done, how He wants it done, and it's all connected. So how are scriptures connected to singing? Psalms 119.105 The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Now we've saved some old vinyl records of, that have gospel music on it. Picking those blueberries is hard and it's hot. But, but I'll set that computer down. We'll listen to those things. And first thing you know, we're finished. But in the song book, number 501 says, Give me the Bible. Give me the Holy Bible message shine. And I thought about Romans 1 16. Why well, not send the gospel of Christ? For the power of God and the salvation of everyone that believes in the Jew first and also the Greek. 
For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, and it is written, the just shall live by faith. So when we think about that precious Bible given to us, the precious gospel given to us, even though the hymn, the verse, if you'll take notes, all of the songs in the songbook have a verse over. And I'll make mention of that in just a few moments. <clears throat> Psalms 31 through. For thou art my rock and my fortress, therefore for thy name's sake lead me and guide me. Go back to Romans 1 16. It's the power of the salvation. And we need to pass it to others. <clears throat> that gospel, give me the Bible, that will guide us. Now, here is what we're commanded to do. Ephesians 5, 19. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual things, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. But also Ephesians 5, 20. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you're having a bad day for whatever purpose it may be, if you read Psalms, and I read Proverbs to go with it, so if you read Psalms, and if you can remember good songs that are in the Bible, you'll certainly be able to always have thanksgiving unto God. And whatever's bothering you, you'll know that we don't have to worry about it, that God will take care of us if we do His will. Colossians 3.16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Now, some book does not take the place of the Bible. I'm not trying to say that at all. But just like that lady of New Orleans was teaching the battle was it 1892 I think whatever it is y'all can probably know the song better than I those words were not in the history book but it helped those students understand so whenever we sing it tells us early on it tells us to sing with the understanding Understand what you're saying because we will be held accountable for every word. Let's continue on. Let the word of Christ dwell in richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. You know, when you sing these songs, especially you think about songs softly and But we just let that go so well. And think about Christ, how he gave his life on that cross. He wasn't trying to escape for it. He endured. And whatsoever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give me thanks to God and the Father by him. Our singing is to be in a line with the word of God. And we gain that word. While he yet spake, behold, the right cloud on the shadow behold, the Lord down the cloud, which said, This is my beloved Son, 
and whom I am well pleased, hear ye him. We hear the Son and God to the Scripture. Now the songs are made by man. Some songs that we have, because they take poetic license, we need to look at them and make sure that we're not singing wrong. I'm grateful Ben even points out sometimes where you change a word to make it more in line with what the scripture says. And why does it have to align with scripture? 2 Timothy 3, 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And another verse tells us that we should not rest the scripture. Man in his singing should be mindful of those words used. Revelation 22, 18. For I testify to every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the place from written in the book. Well, we're just singing. But how about if someone heard that and that's all they ever knew? So we need to always be mindful of what the scripture says. Now, what comes up next? Tim Yarn <clears throat> was kind enough to make a spreadsheet with the songs in our song book connected to every song that corresponds to the scripture. He gave a bottle of thumb drive and she gave it to me and I put it on the computer. He was an address to go and make the alphabetized list of them. This thing is a monstrous. It took a lot of time. But when we sing that song, we should look at the top and see what the verse is. Always think about other verses to go with it. Maybe some have more than one, maybe only one. But if you notice, it says book, chapter, verse, and then the number of the songbook and the name of it. <coughs> we saw this on this slide just a moment ago, but again, I'll add to it. And then Psalms 146, 1 and 2. Oh, praise you, the Lord, praise you, Lord, O oh, my soul. While I live, I will praise the Lord, I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. You know, even if we can't sing out loud, you pray silently, don't you? We should be able to sing, if you will, to God, especially for those of us that don't have a voice and sound sing worthy, but we can still sing those songs. Luke 19, 37. And when he was come nigh, even now, at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice. Wouldn't it be great if we could have a nation that knew how to praise God with a loud voice? <coughs> For all the mighty works that they had seen, I realized that was there, but can people not understand and see the glory of God in things? Saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace 
in him. Oh, man, just this perfect peace, peace in heaven, and glory in the highest. Number 137, he's my king. The chorus, he's my king. Oh, I dearly love him. When we say that, say that, do we mean it? All day long in rapture praise, I think, now none of these words are necessarily together. It'd take me too long. He's my savior. He's my king. Even when we're alone, we can think of him that would encourage us along. Better times are before us. Look at Isaiah 41, 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not. Our song is not here about the one I'm here too. Number one, four, seven. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Now he's not going to physically hold my hand. Now, because he's on the right hand of God, and I'm here. But if I'm in harmony with you, and we walk as two agree, is that similar to holding hands? We go agree. But it says, yes, I need thee every hour. I was thinking about those that were thrown in the furnace. Yes, I need thee every night. Look at Daniel 3, 16 and 17. Shadrach, Meshach, and Benjo. I hope we're never called on to be thrown in the furnace. But if we want to know who to lead us, it needs to be God. Who's going to protect us, it needs to be God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer this. We're going we're to answer you correctly, and we know you have the power. We're still going to obey God rather than man. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fire and burning, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. Now look at the next one. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, even with all of his power, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. <clears throat> I already made reference to it, but reference to Acts 5, 29, then Peter said, then Peter and other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. But seeing their courage, or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, had they known nothing, and us seeing Peter's courage, these men were living willing to give their life. We know that they were recovered. But we also think about Peter. But when we obey God, in essence, we give him our life. We are the servant of the master we serve, whether the Satan or the righteous. Exodus 3, 14 and 15. And God said to Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am sent me unto you. God is all powerful. Maybe I'll make more of this than I should. To me, 
Even God is humble right there. I am that I am. He doesn't draw a big picture. But is this not encompassing everything I am that I am? And God said more to Moses, us out from saying to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob have sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Number 688, I think that's the very last one in the book, page that could. May not be. Our God, he is alive. Starts out. There is beyond the edge of you. Think of that great sky. I know we've been getting rain lately. But if you get above those clouds, it's always blue sky. The vast eternal span of God. Then it says a God concealed from you in the sight. Now, we can't see God. I mean, there's places um, where he's told Moses that he couldn't even look on his face. Then later in the course, it's there is a God, he is alive. How about every time we look up to that sky, we recognize where that weather, whether good or bad, came from. It's a blessing of God. I was complaining one day about the wind kept blowing, blowing, blowing. And this fellow we went to church with, he said, well, if we didn't need that wind, God wouldn't be letting it blow. You know, we need to accept what God gives us. Psalms 19.1, the heavens declare the glory of God, the firmament showeth his handiwork, not man's. Yes, you'll have architects and you'll have builders, you'll have landscapers, but what did they work with? Have you seen a valley, a mist of valley if you look over? You see cattle on it, you'll see, maybe you see deer walking through it. There's nothing more pretty. Or if you go with much water going across rocks, naturally. It's just so beautiful. All right, how about Song of Solomon 2 1? I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. Number 436 in the book, Paradise Valley. You take the best valley we have. You go out to the painted desert and it's beautiful. But you go to the most beautiful valley and it will not compare with heaven. It says up in the beautiful Paradise Valley. Also it reminds me of Psalms 1-3. And he shall be planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his worship in his season. If we serve God and we're planted in that word, that is the river for us. He will give us the living water. Think about the woman at the well. That water she had thirsty about that thing. But if she took the living water, continuing on, it says, his leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Many years ago, for us old people, there used to be road signs all the time. It would say, prepare to meet thy God. Prepare to meet thy God. 
people don't quite prepare for those things that they should when they have opportunity. Also look at Amos 4, verse 11 through 13. I have overthrown some of you as God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. Think about the lesson this morning about we can be given a delusion that will let us believe in life. And you were as a firebrand to look down at the burning, yet have you not returned unto me, says the Lord. People that wander away and don't come back. It'll be worse for them in the end it was in the beginning. Verse 12. Therefore, thus will I do unto thee, O Israel, because I will do this unto thee. Prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. I know that's an Old Testament. But those things were written for our learning. Another lesson part we learned this morning. Verse 13. For lo, he that formeth the mountains and created the wind. Earth, about the handiwork of God, and in the beginning God created, and declares unto man what it is his thought, that maketh the morning darkness and treads upon the high place of the earth. The Lord, the God of hosts, is his name. You know, countless careless souls have those signs prepared to meet thy God. For years and years and years, they used to be covered up. I was 31 more than that. I was all the way All of them all now to fall down. But think about it. Oh, how sad. We face the judgment. Isaiah 45, 23. I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in writing. It shall not return. And unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. I don't think I have the verse in your lesson, but God's word will not come back void. It will do what it's supposed to. Romans 14, 11, For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess. That's going to be a fact. But it says, prepare to meet thy God. This will be a fact. Also, we told those, well, uh, wrong slide, but it follows up to this, Philippians 2 10. And that the name of Jesus, every name should bow, things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. You know, there's not much left, is there? The whole earth. You see how it was told in Isaiah, how it was told to those in Rome with the letters to the Romans, and you see how it's told to the whole earth. Acts 15 11. We believe. When we say that, we believe that, that, that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved, even as they. Think about amazing grace. What a comforting thing. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. All of us fall short of the glory of God. 
all that sin, all will die in that sin if it's not repentance. But Paul's through the skeleton made him broke. I once was lost, but now am found. You know, Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. We need to be in that because was grace that brought, brought me thus far, and grace will lead me home. You know, such sweet comfort to sing, even if only our lives. Think about that on hard times, hard days. But also, don't think about it as something needs to be done so long before getting out. Psalm 113, 1-9. Praise ye the Lord. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. And that's the servants of who we serve. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising sun is going down in the same. The Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, glory above the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord our God who dwelleth on high? How many gods are there? Who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth? He rises up the poor out of the dungeon. You know, think about poor, rich, wretched, naked. Think about that in Revelation. And lifted the needy out of the dungeon that he may set him with princes. Even with the prince of his people, he maketh the barren woman to keep house, and she be a joyful mother of her children. Praise you, Lord. Number 425, the these sunset. You know, reading this song, this verse is right here. When the sun goes down tonight, it might come up tomorrow, or life may be ended, the world may end. But reading this song, I it draws a real pretty picture of a blessing more than just after dark. You know, when we die, it's after dark. A beautiful picture. The end of the fall of life for a blissful rest. By reading scriptures that go with these hands, there's way to give us understanding. Because you remember 1 Corinthians 14 15, part of it says I will sing with the Spirit I will sing with the understanding also so when we sing it's more than just words we need to understand what we are saying this will come up again but it will be just leading us to Galatians 15. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. When we die to sin, that's our crucifixion, if you will, to Christ, it's our life. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Is there enough evidence in our life? Do we show proof? 
But in the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and kept himself for me. Also, do we think about the life that we now live? God gave it to us. He breathed the breath of life in man. He allowed it to happen. By his power, he holds this entire universe, and it does not get out of order. But to be united with Christ, where heaven can be our home. Romans 6, 8 through 13. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. <clears throat> Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. When we die, we're going to one or two places. Our body won't be there, but our spirit will. For in that he died, he died once under sin, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. That if we want to live in heaven, we have to live unto God. Likewise, reckon you, likewise reckon you also yourself to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin that will reign in your mortal body. That's where we are right now. That you should obey it in the love thereof. There's three avenues of sin, and we know what they are. Verse 13. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness. We should never give God's faith to those that are not doing the will of God. Starting over. Neither yield. Ye your members as unrighteous as instruments of unrighteousness under sin, but yield yourselves to God. And those that are alive from the dead, we may be dead in the sense that we're dead in sin, but we're alive. We just read our crucified. And your members as instruments of righteousness under God. Hands, what do you touch? Eyes, what do you see? Ears, what do you hear? Feet, where do you take me? Mind, what do I wonder? Ephesians 2, 4, 5. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, where he loved us, even while we were dead in our sins, has quickened us and made us alive together with Christ by grace of faith. And hath raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. That kindness come, and I, I just never get enough saying that he came to seek and save that And Christ and God gave Christ his only begotten Son. But it says here, for by grace you are saved. What is grace? Unmerited faith. Can you buy it? Can you get it one more? No. It's something that you receive that's a privilege of something else. By grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Now, so we make sure that there's no misunderstanding. No one is going to get to go to heaven by just saying the Lord's prayer on TV. I've seen 
people advertise there. No one is going to get to go to heaven without following the plan of salvation. So I want to make sure that we understand that 1 Peter 3.21 says that the white people, wherever even baptism does now, to also now save us, not to put away the filth of the flesh, but to answer with good conscience toward God. So when we see how we're saved by grace through faith, we have faith that we do that. And then Galatians 3, 26 and 27, tying this back to this verse here. For you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many as you have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And you know what we get to think about the songs that we sing, the words we sing. Do we truly listen to them or do we just try to keep time? Do we listen to what we're saying to one another? Do we understand that they have to be tied to Scripture? If they're not tied to Scripture, we probably should leave them alone. Now, every singing that we hear is not worship. But when we're in worship, God. We're not here for entertainment. We're here to be obedient. But the plan of salvation is the word of God. John 6, 4, 4, 4, 5. No man can come to me except the Father that has sent me draw him and raise him from the last day. Think of him being on the cross and have that cross. Verse 45, as it's written in prophets, and they shall be all called of God. That's what we hope is happening throughout the world. All of God. Every that hath heard and hath learned of the Father comes to me. So when we've heard the gospel and the time we understand it, then we know what Believe, John 8, 24, I said therefore unto you that you shall die in your sins, for if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. And then repent. This is something that needs to be far more than just a plan of salvation. It needs to be an everyday process when we do something wrong. Luke 13, 3, I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Also repeated it. Verse 5. Confession is needed to be made before baptism. I'm going to use Acts 8, 36 and 37. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water, put the tender may be baptized. You know, you've been preaching to him. It's said about Jesus, and they start that scripture where they were. So they go from that to this. And Peter said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And they were baptized. Acts 22 16. We know about the lessons that we heard this morning pertaining about Paul, who somebody would say he was saved on the way to Damascus. He wasn't. We knew that if it was, as they brought out, he was in terrible. Uh, agony about it. But what was told him by Ananias? 
Acts 22, 16. And now while thou tarries, I'm going to put the word in wait. But, and now while tarries thou, arise and be baptized, and wash away thy sins, call upon the name of the Lord. In other words, be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and be faithful till our end. Now, whether we end life or we end at the end of the world, it's still our end. First Corinthians 15, I'm going to use 57 to go along with 58. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He gives us opportunity. Can you ask for anything more than opportunity? Verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, Think of that love. If you love one another, keep up your hands. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmoved, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So we talked about Paul this morning. How he goes, all those tragedy things that happen to him. Put one foot in front of us. Make our call and election sure, and let's get to heaven. Oh, wouldn't it be wonderful to think about that paradise there? Wouldn't it be wonderful to think how far away we And wouldn't it be wonderful to have put behind us outside? Yeah. Now, if any of not been faithful to the end, if they let sand creep back in their life. Those things have to be taken care of too. Just like the sorcerer. He admitted what he did. As prayer said his behalf. But if there, anyone's never obeyed the gospel, they will let it happen. And those things have to be taken care of. So if any need the prayer of the church, obey the gospel, or return to the first love, to let it be known, while we stand and say the conversation.